It is officially the opening of the NBA season, and wow, what a big day it was. On this overtime edition of the Upshot Podcast, we are going to be talking about what happened on day one with the two big games that we had to kick everything off, who was absent that we missed tonight because we were missing some very big personalities, and what we're excited about coming up in the next little bit, plus just some fun news that's going around the league. So let's dive in. Let's uh, get hyped about day one of the NBA. If you did not get to watch the games or you missed some stuff, we're going to get you up to speed really, really fast so that you know exactly what the talk is going to be going into the rest of the week. Let's dive in. Let's do it. This is the Upshot Podcast. We're about to break down the biggest moments in the NBA. And why they matter now. This is the Upshot Podcast. It is officially uh, right at the end of uh, the. Good Lord, it is the end of the day officially. We're We're up late. late. We're up really late. Uh, it is about 1230 on uh, Wednesday morning for us. We just got done watching uh, the Lakers and, uh, well, I, I shouldn't even call it the Lakers game. Let's just be honest, but we'll get into that Clip in show. just a minute. <laughs> it was the Clip Show. Clip show. So I am here with uh, Nick Atkins tonight. I am Ben Atkins, and we are here to give you a real quick recap of what happened in the NBA today so that you've got it fast and you know exactly what happened going into the rest of this week with the NBA. So where do we start? Where do we start, Nick? Uh, (laughs) I think that uh, the the big thing for me is we start with the games and, you know, kind of what was going on with all this stuff. It's been a big week. Over the last week, we have really had a lot of interesting stuff, whether it be the China stuff that's been going on, uh, whether it be, you know, injuries that sort of, tainted the first couple of games, which was tonight. Uh, there's there's a lot of things to discuss. First things first, we have to talk China, and we have to talk about LeBron going into this game tonight. Um, I have to mention this, Nick. Did you realize that China did not broadcast any of the opening night games? Um, and that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I did hear that. <laughs> it sounds like they're digging their heels in a little bit. There was also, they had a quote, I think it was some representative from CCTV, which... Is probably some representative from the Chinese government, but they had some quote this uh, this past week about Adam Silver again, and and that how he would have uh, retribution coming to him, and how it would be swift. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing to laugh at. Don't get me wrong, but the, the, it's not. The comments are always so like, damn, that's strong. Whenever we hear him over here, but I think it's just normal over there. So yeah, well, it sounds like they're digging their heels in and whatever. What bums what bums me out the most is you have all these NBA fans in China who are pumped just like we are for the beginning of the season. And uh, sorry, uh, no NBA for yeah, you. And yeah. it's it's just rough. Well, so look, that's what you got to remember. We again, you and I have gone back and forth over and over on this, and we're probably not done talking about it by any means. But <laughs> no, the, the thing is, you've got to remember is that the NBA is still the best product. And that's what we have to offer. They've got to offer a ton of money. Right. And so we it's a it's a it's an impasse. There's no way around it. And and uh, and it's either going to calm down. And and I'm sure Adam Silver is happy as anybody to get these games going tonight, just to maybe turn up, you know, some different storylines. Don't you agree? Something else, something else to talk about. Yeah, exactly. That kind of takes me into what happened tonight. We have two monster games, and and we had a you know season preview a little while back, and we had you know our top our top games that we were the most excited about, and 
These two are on the list. And, and Raptors, Pelicans lead us out tonight. And then we've got Lakers and Clippers in the battle number one for LA. Mm-hmm. And wow. I, I just, you know, I, I we walk into the Raptors Pelicans game, and I'm telling you, the first quarter, I'm like, this is sloppy basketball. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah. It yeah. And and some of that's part of look, it's the season's just started. They may be, you know, they're nervous. That I think the Raptors had just gotten their rings, right? They had the yeah. ring ceremony prior to which, the game. Which are the biggest rings uh of championship rings of all time. <laughs> yeah, they're gigantic. They're gi- well, look, if you're Toronto and you're looking at the roster and you're like, you know, I'm not sure we're gonna be back here. You better make those damn things big. Yeah, because, make because the- Kawhi's not getting his until he comes into town, and I'm not sure exactly when that is, but but I'm not sure if they're repeating. But it was nice and and what a cool thing for Toronto. That is such a great, a great yeah. basketball city. And uh well, Wow, tonight though. Yeah, like, let me let me just go ahead and say this. Uh, and we had a couple guys. You were you were making fun of me earlier tonight. Uh, with uh, of course it was completely justified. <laughs> but I was talking about we were texting back and forth earlier in the evening when this game's going on, and I said it looks like Toronto still got the juice, and uh, you know, it, and you had to bust on me a little bit, and with and good reason. But that that's what kind of happened. Is I was really excited about this game, and then kind of the wah wah. We had the news that Zion is out. And, yeah. oh, by the way, all of a sudden, oh, we just had his surgery today, too. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question, because I think this is really interesting as, as we get into talking about this game. Do you think that he actually re-injured his knee doing something? Or do you think that they saw this injury from somewhere else? This injury has been there. And they just decided before we get into this and before he injures himself really badly – Let's go take care of this problem. Or do you yeah. think that there was an actual okay, so go sure. Ahead. No, I think I, I I do think there was an injury. I think don't hold me to it. I think it was a it was a preseason game against San Antonio. But look, he did this. He I think he bumped knees with somebody in summer league. And so he came out in summer league, he played a game. I told you I was out there, the place went nuts. There was literally two earthquakes that night. I don't think they had anything right. to do with Zion, <laughs> but it was it was insane. And uh, but he had bumped knees with somebody at some point out there. I believe it was a knee, and they just sat him out for the rest of the preseason. And and whether those two things are related with what we've got going on now, I don't know. But it's an interesting thing you bring up because they say he got hurt in this game, and he had like twenty and 10, 20 and twelve or something in that game. And there's yeah, nothing. He played. Yeah, he was playing lights <laughs> out, and he played good. There was no there was no injury or anything to indicate you know that you could see right. This is something that we found out on the back end. But as far as you know, I've heard a few things. I've heard that it was the lateral meniscus and that it was some sort of, I'm guessing, an arthroscopic repair. Uh, right. You know, I think what you're I think what you're really asking is, is this something that's almost preventative, right? Like a pre Tommy yeah. John thing for a pitcher. And honestly, you could you could absolutely be right. They don't want to screw this up and they don't want to take a chance if they if they do an MRI on the knee and they see that there's something going on there and it may not need to be fixed now, but it's gonna be it's gonna need to be fixed later. Why not do it now? Right. No, I'm 100. I love that. I love the whole taking care of your players. The thing right. that has always worried me about Zion is you watch the guy play and you can just watch his gait. Mm-hmm. And you know, like this is this is my past as a you know chiropractor coming in where I, I pay very close attention to how you know people walk. And I always think it's very interesting. You watch certain people how they move, especially in the NBA, because that's such an interesting sport in the way it wears and tears on your body. It's very interesting as to how he moves down the court. Yeah. Uh, it does not look like it's a motion that is good for his joints. And then, more importantly, how he lands 
from a jump. Sure. Yeah. I mean, here's the and, thing. This, yeah. That's yep. not to cut you off, but that's been the narrative. No, that's been the narrative with Zion even coming out of college is that he's 285 pounds and he's like every bit of six six. Okay. And so, uh, is his body going to be able to stand up to it? I've been so reticent to it because I think he's just such a fun athlete to watch, and frankly, he's so fun to watch. Be in part because he's so big and he moves like that, right? Right. But it's a valid criticism. I mean, there's what are you going to be able to say? We haven't technically started the NBA season yet. He moves like nobody we've seen. You could try to criticize his size and say, you know what? I don't think it. I don't think he's going to be able to last in the post at his height. Well, we know that that's at least we think that that's BS, right? Just from what we've seen so far. And so I don't right. think it's going to be so much of an impediment to his game. It's it's going to be an impediment to his body and not is Zion fat. It's is Zion no. overweight or is he, is he playing at a, is he at a playing I, weight that is unhealthy for his joints for the way that he plays the game? That's the question. Well, it's, it's, he, here's the thing. It's not like there's an ideal NBA, you know, <laughs> body type mm-hmm. uh, that we've, you know, you look at guys like Kevin Durant and you're like, how does that guy even stand How's up? Does he not snap in half? Right. Yeah. And, and you see, but that's the thing with Zion. It's, it's never a question. Is, is I don't even think the guy's overweight. I just think this is who he is. However, that's not to say that that body type isn't going to, you know, work against him in the future. Right. And so this, this brings me to the game and we get into this game and I really don't, you know, I, I kind of had in my head what this game was going to look like before, um, we get to the actual game, but I had no clue when being Zion being out. And I'm going to tell you something. After we got through that first quarter and a half of just messiness, mm. this was a monster game to watch. Like I was extremely impressed with the Pelicans without Zion. Like they all around, they were moving the ball extremely well. They looked like a team yeah. that had been playing together for a while. Well, some of and those guys have been. Some of those have been. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, it's Laker South, it's right? Laker I mean, South, yeah. And it's so weird, you know. We were—I was sitting with my girlfriend. We were watching the game, and we this—the storyline last year was so heavy because remember, AD was trying to make this trade go through at the deadline, and it didn't happen. Right. But it got released. Yada yada yada. That that you know we're talking about a bunch of first round picks and Ingram and Lonzo and Josh Hart, and it was so weird. Even though we've we've seen it in the preseason. Um, and obviously this trade happened pretty soon after the season was over. It was so weird to kind of see it validated from the other end. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I look no, at, absolutely. I, so I look at the Lakers and I see AD in a Lakers jersey and I see uh, LeBron in a Lakers jersey with him. And this was almost a little bit more jarring for me. Pro- again, probably because I hadn't seen it and it hasn't it wasn't in my face as much because of all the press that the Lakers get. But those guys, you know, look, those are three huge pieces of that. Ingram had 22, 5, and 5 tonight, 5 boards, 5 assists. He played like 35 minutes. I want to get more yeah. of that in a second. Lonzo, had, I was, it was weird. Lonzo, I thought, was playing great, and he got sat. He, he was, I think he played 25 minutes tonight, and his second half minutes were way down. And, and I think it was because Hart comes off the bench and puts up a double-double, yeah. and he ends up playing longer than Lonzo. But – just to stop there at that point for now, uh, they look good. And those guys have played together. Those guys have played together for a few years. And so you've got a younger core there uh, that already is familiar with each other. And, and man, New Orleans is going to be so fun to watch. I mean, it, even without Zion, they're a fun team to watch. That's the thing. He gets back in there. You know, I think I think they're absolutely going to be fine. Uh, until he gets back, number one. Um, but yeah, I think once he gets back, and it's going to be great. Uh, the thing that was really interesting tonight is if you don't have two Toronto Raptors having career games, um, 
the Pelicans take this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and that's the thing. And the Pelicans without Zion take it. Uh, and this is the thing, you know, we've been talking in the last couple of uh, days about contracts. And so I want to focus on two contracts slash extensions that we've yeah. run into. Yeah. Uh, you know, the first one is I, I want to focus on the one that I think you're the most upset about. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, Lowry. You're talking about Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about Kyle Lowry. And like, you know, I, we have an interesting relationship with Kyle Lowry just because of, you know, his, where he's played in the past. And oh, Grizz uh, but, you know, yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's a Grizz. He's, a, he's part of the Grizz. But, but he gets out there tonight and you have been really critical, uh, rightly so. I, I'm behind you actually 100% on this because it doesn't make any sense to me. But you've been really critical of what they've done with him. And let, walk me through that contract that he got in the last little bit and, and your problem with it. Sure. Well, see, I don't have a, I mean, again, Toronto's such a basketball town and they love Lowry there. They love DeMar DeRozan they too they before they got rid of him for Kawhi. I mean, it's a business and, and, uh, and, and they've usually been pretty good about making those calls. My, just to be quick about it, my one issue with the Lowry contract, long story short, he was already on the books for 30 mil this year. Uh, they signed him for 30 mil the next year. And what I thought was going to happen was, is that Toronto is still, likely a playoff team in the East, okay? I don't know exactly right. what seed they'll be. I probably have them, to be honest with you, fifth or below. Okay. Uh, okay. But they're still a playoff team. But, you know, they could. They had a shot. You know, Toronto is a franchise, frankly, that's a little bit like Memphis in the way that you're not bringing in huge free agents. They didn't bring in Kawhi as a free agent, right? They had to do a right. trade. And so you're either going to draft or you're going to or you're going to make trades. And the good thing about Lowry is, is, you know, he is a talented point guard. I think he's an up and down player, but he's definitely a good player. And he's in the upper echelon of point guards and has been. Uh, but, you know, he's, he, I think he's like 31, 32. He's on the back end of his career, seemingly. Okay. And on an expiring contract this year, before you give him that extension, he's going to make 30 million this year. By the deadline, you've already paid him, you know, after that, there's going to be a team that's on the playoff bubble or in the playoffs that's going to be looking for some help who's probably going to give up something for that, right? Yeah. My issue with it was, is and and it doesn't mean that there won't be a team to do it anyway. I mean, look at Mark Gasol. We know that better than anybody, right? He was making right. close to 30 last year. He's making another 25 this year, uh, and Toronto took it on, and it was clearly a good move on their part. But with, right. with this, it seems like if I was a team that was trying to get Lowry at the deadline, that extra $30 million that he just signed up uh, an extension with Toronto, that would be an impediment. I would be much more excited about it uh, if he only had 15, 20 mil to go on this contract. And then look, if he plays well, we'll talk about a different contract, but I'd rather not be paying him 30 mil the next year. Now with that said, come deadline time with the, with the teams in it, right? right. Uh, you know, I understand it may not matter and they may just eat it. And if, and if Lowry helps us get to the title, the guy clearly has a, has a pedigree. He won a title last year. Then great. Well, let's, Let's 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 put it into a little microcosm tonight. Sure, he does not have a great night overall. If you look at the overall picture, the overall stats, he does not have a great he had night. A terrible actually, shooting night. I mean, he had a terrible. But if you're actually, but if you're actually watching the game, this is the guy that hits the dagger for. He's you. a floor general. This, yeah, he, he this is. is. Yeah, this is the guy that I wonder if they're trying to somewhat you know develop him into more of a leader because I've seen Kawhi play this way and I'm not comparing the two so let's mm -hmm. let's make sure but right. but I've seen him where it's just the fact that he's on the floor settles everyone else and while we're talking about everyone else he ends up hitting the dagger has a terrible shooting night yeah. but what the hell happened where did Pascal Siakam come from tonight like I love this guy yeah 
I love watching him. He was monstrous in the playoffs last year. If you follow the trajectory of this guy and how he's worked his way up into the NBA to being a max contract guy now, which this is the other thing. He just signed this extension yep. for four years for $130 million, yep. which that's pretty awesome yeah. uh, when you think about his path and his trajectory. He gets signed for this, and this guy shows up tonight like a guy that you want to give a $130 million extension to for the next four years. He knocks out like – and he was on his, he was on the path to a triple-double tonight. Oh, he didn't yeah. hit it, had a double-double. Yeah. But just the stats here. The guy's got 34 points of everybody that played tonight. He's at the very top. We'll talk about who was second next sure. because that's the real travesty in this whole contract situation <laughs> And tonight. He also has 18 rebounds. Yeah. 18 rebounds. That's eight more rebounds than anybody even close to him that played tonight. Not even in this game, but played tonight had. So he has 34 points and 18 rebounds. He's looking like a guy tonight, and who knows what he's going to do the rest of the season. I don't think we're going to have nightly repeats of this, but you never know. This is the idea, but this is the idea with him is that he's the guy. And again, this is not somebody that – this is somebody they drafted, I believe. Okay, so I mean, it's a it's he's a homegrown guy. He was playing alongside Kawhi last year. He he would have big games like this last year, uh, but they were not few and far between. But they were sporadic. Okay, so he'd be one yeah. of those guys that you would look at of like, man, Pascal had an amazing night a couple nights ago, and then you're watching later in the week, you're like, is Pascal on the floor? You know what I mean? It it, it you would lose him yeah. every now and then, but. This is why they paid him. I think it was a really smart move to pay him because you want to keep this guy around. Um, and and again, he's going to be taking up the torch. Is he going to do 34 and 18 every night? I don't <laughs> no. know, but but he is going to be their main scoring option. And I think tonight, man, I mean, I you know, he had some pretty good defenders on him tonight. I, I think tonight was oh, a yeah. really strong showing for him. And, and uh, I, I think I'm they've gonna, got a lot to feel good about with him. I'm going to be really honest. I was I was extremely impressed, not necessarily just because he had – you know, the points and the rebounds that he had tonight. What was impressive about it is he was in a take charge role tonight that I've not seen. No him. hesitation, right? That's it. Was, yeah, it was exactly. not even thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's what you want. Um, let's talk about somebody that I think is probably one of my favorite players in the league right now who's not getting the kind of respect I think he deserves. Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, man. Freddie. Yeah. Amazing night for Fred, too. And this plays into this. I think I know where you're going with this because this kind of plays into the contract talks we have with Kyle. Now, look, it's a long season. They got 81 more games to go. But the reason that we all know Fred is from last year's playoffs, right? Showed uh, up big. He showed yeah. up big. He shows up huge tonight. He, he, what did he put up? 34. 34. Yeah, he had 34. 34 tied yeah, tie for board, the most points. Seven assists. Seven assists. Yeah. Too. I mean, he shot. Uh, 12 of 18 from the field. He shot five of seven from three. So, I mean, look, he had a really Unreal. good night and, 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 uh, he hits big shots. The, the, the thing here is, is that he's young and he plays point guard, right? And the guy yep. you just paid another 30 million to, if you're going to keep him on the books, whether you do or not, you know, he's, you can play them both at the same time. Obviously they did tonight, but you can build around Fred. You can build around Pascal and you can use that money to go get somebody else. Um, uh, or, you know, pay somebody more on your team that you feel good about, like on an OB or, or even Norm Powell again. But, uh, there you, go. you know, I, yeah. Fred had a great night. I love watching him play. I feel like I'm unnecessarily kind of dumping on Lowry, and I hate to do that. I just, <laughs> again, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen much talk about that contract. I just saw it and was like, I understand that relationship would be strained, but I didn't get paying him the extra 30, especially when you've got Fred there who – you know, by all accounts, looks like he can lead this team and and be a prolific scorer for this team and facilitator for this team. Well, listen, if they keep if they keep playing like they played tonight, um, 
whatever. I mean, like that's the thing. What if all three of them show up in equal capacity tonight? It's a blowout. Yeah. Um, you know, it absolutely is. But it didn't. It wasn't. How this sort of ended up is we take this game and it was back and forth. We hit third, fourth quarter. It's back and forth. Pelicans are hanging with uh, with the Raptors. Yep. And we take it to overtime. And the first game of the season, we hit overtime. About the time we hit overtime, it was like the Raptors just sort of decided that they weren't going to miss anymore, and that's when uh, that's when your boy Lowry decided he came to he play, gonna, man, and he got him a win. He came to play. What do you think? The, what did. do you think as far as the people that were watching TNT tonight about like the scale of oh, I'm so happy this really good game has gone into overtime versus uh, missing the first damn eight minutes <laughs> of the of the battle for LA? Because I was having that just like I'm really enjoying this. Game, I was but, mad. Like, can we do but, picture in yeah. picture or something? Like, damn, I want to watch this thing. Right. Well, and so let's let's do the transition here because I think that this is the key. This is what I found the most interesting. I think a lot of people are doing exactly what you think. We're watching this first game. We're like, come on, we want to go to LA. Yeah. When they transitioned from the end of that game to the LA game, I was shocked. I mean, I had to like my my wife and I were sitting there watching the game, and Kelly says to me, she says, "Is there a different camera angle in this game? <laughs> Everybody on this floor looks like a giant yeah. compared to the game we just watched." And the camera angle wasn't that much different. It literally, you go from Pelicans Raptors yeah. to <laughs> the battle for LA Clippers and uh, the Lakers. And it just looks like giants are on the floor in LA. It looks, yeah, and and I really noticed that too. Obviously, I had seen them on paper and seen them some in the preseason, but the Lakers, especially, like I just get the feeling when I look at them. When I look at not only LeBron and AD, but when you look at McGee and uh, and Dwight Howard in there, it's like, all right, so like we're not going to be as good defensively, but if anybody comes in here, we're going to try to stuff this stuff into the third row. And and there there is there is merit to that. I mean, McGee had a couple of blocks tonight. I think Dwight had a block tonight. And so, yep. you know, there is some defensive merit to that, but I agree, man. I, I kind of had the same thought. I was like, man, L.A. looks huge size-wise. Monstrous. And, you know, the, the first part of the game, uh, they came out hard. Yeah. <laughs> they came out hard, and they were fired up, and you could tell. As the game starts to go on, we, we start to see – and I don't know if you saw this, but, I mean, everybody I thought played really well. It was very entertaining. There was one uh, dunk in particular that uh, LeBron stuffed down – uh, where he gave a look at the end of it, and, and it was like, oh, that, that, there's LeBron. Yeah. Um, you know, nobody better get in the way of that. And the look on uh, the guy's face as he looks away before the dunk gets thrown down, it, it was beautiful. I had to look who he was actually dunking on. But I think it was Lou. They Williams. got out of the way. And I think, I, I think it may have been Lou. I think, I think <laughs> Sweet Lou got the last laugh there, just FYI. But uh, Lou played well tonight. Yeah. I was very impressed with Lou. He had some key shots. But we get into uh, we get into the game, and uh, overall, like I was very impressed with Anthony Davis. Yeah, I felt like I hadn't seen Anthony play in a long. It's time. because you haven't, man. I mean, it. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that way too. And the guy's rested, and he's and he and he looks healthy. You always worry about his health, but you forget, you really forget just how freaking good that guy is. I mean, he is just a freak yeah. of nature. And and yeah, what did he? I think he had twenty five and ten tonight. I mean, that's a look twenty five points, puts ten rebounds, like yeah. nothing. I mean, I mean that, that's yeah. a if he averages that, he's an All NBA guy. I mean, I you forget how good. How good Anthony Davis is! I'm so glad that he's back. You know, whatever happened happened. It's it's too late now to to make any fuss about it. It's just nice to see him playing ball again. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's like I said, it's one of those things where he did some things tonight that I forgot he could do, 
And I don't know that he could do it the last time that I saw him, but it was very impressive to watch. The one thing that I will say is, is we kind of came down the, the floor with this one and we get into the later, you know, the later parts of the game. We very much have a game fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, it's anybody's ball game. What kind of fell apart for the Lakers tonight was there were times when I felt like they didn't know who was supposed to be the leader to take them down the stretch. You mean between, are you, do you mean LeBron and AD? Or just anybody. LeBron and AD, LeBron, yeah, but mostly LeBron and AD. Yeah. And it was it was interesting. Like LeBron had a couple times where I was like, okay, it's take charge time for LeBron. Yeah. And he came up with some big blocks. He came up with some big plays. It was great. But when we really started getting to the thick of it where they could have pulled back when they started sort of, you know, they started sure. pulling away, the clips did. Uh, it was interesting. I felt like they were sort of disorganized and they didn't know quite what to do. And and I don't know. Maybe I was just imagining this, but something felt a little disconnected. Now, you're putting them against any other team, maybe in the NBA right now. That does not matter. No. They, they would have pulled it together. But this is where you really have to look and you have to see what Kawhi Leonard does so well. That team, that Clippers team was locked in. In at the end, absolutely, and it was yeah. killer instinct, and the things that Kawhi Leonard did tonight to sew this game up shows you. It was just like, oh yeah, I remember that with Spurs. Yeah, I remember that with the Raptors last year. This is why he's so dangerous. And, and by the way, Kawhi's short a man tonight. I, I don't know if we're yeah the guy who know, finished third <laughs> in the MVP voting last year, Paul George. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no Paul George, and they come out and they. They at the very end of the game, it was over. I mean, there was no last shot. It was over, and I, you know, I thought that it was done in a way that just the way that Kawhi understands the game and how the game plays out for four quarters is amazing. So I got some stats for you here, and you're gonna you're gonna eat this. Hit up, me. Yep, okay? I want to hear because this is what this game comes down to, and this is exactly what we've talked about it before the season started. Is that look. Can the Lakers certainly be a, an upper tier playoff team, even in the West, with just uh, LeBron and and uh, and AD? The answer is yes. Okay, we talked about AD's numbers. LeBron almost had a triple double tonight. He put up eighteen uh, nine boards, and I think he had eight assists. Okay, this came down to one thing and one thing only: it's depth, depth, depth. So listen to this: yeah. every yeah. single bench player that played for the Clippers tonight scored in double digits. Every single oh, wow. one. Scored in double digits. No bench players for the Lakers scored more than six points. And Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who played 27 minutes, the most minutes off the bench, I believe had zero points. He had a terrible, terrible night. And so the concern here is, is look, I don't fault them because you have to remember the Clippers are a better team. Okay, they had a core right. there that made the playoffs last year without Kawhi. Okay, right. you got Patrick Beverly, who's one of the funnest people to watch. He's <laughs> such a flying. What owner. a night! Yeah, I don't like watching him when he plays the Grizz because he just pisses me off. But listen to listen to Bev's night. He played thirty one minutes. He shot zero for five from three. He was one for seven from the field. He had two points, ten boards. He had ten boards and six assists. That's one of the smallest guys on the floor. They've got. Beverly, they've got our old boy, Jamichael Green, who's just an absolute dog who's going to go right at you. He's going to have some really good shooting nights sometimes, too. They're a really good, deep team. And that's the well, difference you talk between about, him and the Lakers right now. I think that's interesting. You talk about ba like Patrick Beverly. You talk about his stats. And if you're just looking at the stats you know, today, tomorrow, you think, oh, he didn't have such a great game. You're watching that game live. That guy – 
was a big part of why they won the That's game. Where that That's guy, where analytics fails, right? And I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. That guy got in the heads of the Los Angeles He does Lakers. it every night, man. I mean, he, is, I mean, he, he has made a career on it. He has made an absolute career on it. The other, another thing, too, is that if you're the Lakers, you have to have somewhat of a concern because uh, Danny Green, who's a great player and an amazing shooter and, and has a ring. He got a ring with Kawhi last year, right? He right. had, I think it was 28 points. He was 10 for 14 from the field, and he was 7 for 9 from 3, which is just freaking ridiculous. He was on Unreal. crazy, crazy streak. He shot 70, almost 78% from 3 tonight, which is crazy. He's not going to do that every night. You've got no. to spread some of this around. And I think what the Lakers have to figure out is, you know, Dwight is past his prime. I'm not really sure what's going on with Dwight, but what's going to be interesting to watch there is, what happens with the center position between him and JaVale, okay? Yeah. Dwight played 19 minutes tonight. JaVale played 17. None of them had a big scoring night by any means. Uh, you know, the boards for Dwight were there. I think he had six. But they're still trying to figure out their roster. And it's one of those things where we've talked about it where I'm sure they would like to be able to do something closer to the deadline if this thing isn't working out and they are still so top-heavy. But you're paying the you're paying the two guys so much, you know, you can only do so much. And so it's going to be interesting to see how they adjust their lineup kind of what goes on throughout the year. and and uh, But again, you're not going to get Danny Green putting up 30. I mean, that's not going to happen no. every night when you go out and play. It's no. just not going to happen at this point. No, but, but what a night that he did have. And, and you know, so that's, that's kind of the thing is um, Kawhi came in tonight doing what Kawhi does. He comes in, he takes a team that's already good, and he makes them that much better. 30 points. And I don't, 30 points. 30 points. Five assists. And he was just an <laughs> absolute know. dead eye. I don't know of anybody. I mean, I had flashbacks to June. Do you know of anybody who hits a turnaround jumper better no. than him? I mean, it just uh, – any uh, Not not this playing right now. Exactly. I mean, you just know <laughs> it's going in. I mean, he's just kind of perfected that shot, and he's so fundamentally sound. It's just crazy. He's so good defensively. He's – I mean, I, it's it's very hard kind of not to root for that guy. You know what I mean? He's just such a good no, basketball player. It, it was just beautiful to watch. And, you know, so tonight, that's the, the sort of the big storylines here are the Raptors aren't going to be terrible. Uh, I don't think anybody thought they were going to be terrible, but they've got a core yeah. that they can do a lot with. Yeah. And, you know, being that they're in the East, too, that's that's a whole other story. But that's good. The Pelicans, I was impressed with their play, especially without Zion tonight. Uh, they, they just came up short at the end in overtime, but they took this game to overtime with the team that played really, really well in the Raptors tonight. And then, you know, Battle for L.A., we're going to be talking about this all yep. year because these, these folks are going to be playing again, but also – there's a good shot we're going to see them in later rounds. And I'll tell you what, uh, as far as the more complete team tonight and the one that looked the best, it's definitely the Clips. And you're right. We're going to have to get some more depth on the Lakers. And, you know, I'm a Lakers guy. I'm a Lakers fan. Um, I did not like what I saw at the end tonight with uh, just some of the disorganization. And like I said, it was just like, you know, who's going to pull the trigger? And LeBron did not seem as comfortable tonight Um uh, being that lead guy and he started to do it, but then he kind of pulled out of it. And it's one of those things where someone's going to have to say, I'm the guy there's guys on my team. We've got a great team, but I'm the guy when we get to this situation. Right. And it, and it yeah. was interesting yeah. how Vogel had him staggered because you'd see they would start off together. They would start the half together and then one would go out and then one would come back in. And then they would, I think they finished the fourth together. That's look, that's right. going to be, uh, they're going to, he's going to figure that out. And that part's going to get better to where he's going to maximize both the value of LeBron and AD. But you've also got to remember, you got to keep these guys healthy, right? We've, we've talked a lot yeah. about 
how many games is LeBron actually going to play and, and and how many games is AD going to play if he's going to be able to stay healthy. And, man, if one of them go down for a month, I mean, you, you know, right now you're looking around and you're saying, who who's going to put up some points here? I mean, who, who are we going to yeah. rely on? And, and so that's the concern. But, again, when you have those two, if they're healthy – the the Clippers, most people have picked them to be the best team in the league. They certainly look like uh, one of the one of the better teams in the league right now, if not the best. So, you know, if if the Lakers open up and and they're playing the Grizz tonight or something, are we even having this conversation? Does it matter? You know, but, <laughs> right, but as far right. as the battle for LA goes, there's pretty clearly a better team in LA right now, and and it's the Clippers. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Speaking of a good fit, I got to ask you this real quick because I know you love owner. Yeah. Did you see Steve Ballmer? Did you see Ballmer in the crowd tonight? Uh, I did see him once. Did you yeah, see that he once. split? He split his sleeve at the elbow. Is nobody going to bring this? Up? No. <laughs> I missed it. What he did? He spit it. He's just, he's just so into. It. I just love why this is so stupid. But I just love watching the guy. He had his hands on his head and his elbow was out. And I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" And the people around him are just like, "Yeah, this is just Steve." I love that guy. Good for him for, I, for fielding a good team I in just, LA, man. I just need to go sit by the guy. I got to get tickets to, and I got to be in. The, maybe <laughs> worth, be yeah, it may be worth the price of admission just to be next to him. Uh, so, anyways, that, those are the games tonight. We start off with a small uh, opening night, two two big games. But man, what big games they were, and it were really enjoyable to watch. Uh, tomorrow, we this is you know October twenty third. We're gonna have lots of uh, lots of games happening. What which ones? I know the ones that I'm the most excited about tomorrow. Which ones are you the most excited about, Nick? Yeah, let me look here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, for me, I'm, I, it's it's Celtics 76ers. like that one. I am jazzed about the the East, uh, of right? course yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that one's going to be good but there's there's lots of games tomorrow that i think that we're going to see some very interesting things start to unfold uh that maybe we didn't expect so well, let me tell you what i'm feeling real quick i obviously i'm going to be watching the grizz and see and and honestly yeah, i kind of want to see how that miami heat team's look team looks with yeah, yeah absolutely. i mean i <laughs> because they've already uh they suspended Deion waiters already for the first game which makes me really laugh but they've actually got an interesting thing going on there with Butler and and the rookie hero and or Harrow, excuse me, and and Bam Adebayo starting at center. Now I'm interested to see that. I always want to see Dallas play because I love watching yeah. Luca. I want to see what Kristaps has, but they're playing the Wiz, and the Wiz just look they look tough. <laughs> but the last yeah. one, the last one I'm going to pick is um, is actually the late game, which is Denver Portland. Um, yeah. in both. Yep high Western Conference teams last year. I feel like Portland have, have you know, they went to the Western Conference Finals this year. And if you look at what most people are predicting, it's like, nah, we're not really feeling them. And I feel like they've got they've still got quite a bit to prove. Um and so I'm interested to see how Dame and CJ play tomorrow. And and one of my favorite players to watch in the league is is Jokic. I love watching Jokic yep. for Denver and and uh, and so I'm definitely going to be tuned into that one tomorrow, probably post Grizz and probably mad post Grizz, but it's going to be one of those years, buddy. Yeah, it is, and it's you know it, sometimes your team just isn't good, and then sometimes several years in a row they're not good. And but you know I, I'm also excited about I'm, I'm excited about with the Grizz watching Jaw, so I'm going to watch that. And like I said, the Heat's going to be good. But yeah, I'm with you. The, the game that I'm most excited about uh, has to be the the late game, yeah. the the 9 p.m. Nuggets Trailblazers. I think that's going to be good. So. 
I'm sure that I'll be uh, up tomorrow watching games, posting on Facebook like uh, a goofball. Uh, <laughs> if you happen to uh, to like to talk basketball, you want to talk smack about these games, we have a Facebook group that uh, I would love for you to come in, talk basketball with us. We do this pretty much during the season. You're going to have us in there every single night. It's brand new, so we want you to jump in and join in. If you go to upshotpodcast.com, you can do that. And uh, also, you can get show notes. You can listen to past shows. We've got a lot of really good stuff right now. It's this being the beginning of the season, make sure you check out the season preview that we put together. Top 10 games that we're excited about this year. Those two podcasts, really a big plus. If you're into the whole thing that's going on with China but don't really understand all of it yet, we've also got a great pod out there right now that talks about what's going on with the China thing and how that's going to potentially affect what is going on with the amount of money that, that the NBA has to spend on players in this year and next year. So you're going to see some some interesting things happen with that in the next little bit. So that's all we got for tonight. Uh, Nick, you got anything else you want to add before we get out of here other than, you know, Balmer splitting his sleeve? I think that was awesome. <laughs> I mean, we could, all, we could always bring up a – a fun Jordan talking smack about existing play. Now we, we can save that for later. <laughs> Look, it's going to happen again, so it'll be fine. We'll just bring it up then. Hoops is back, baby. Let's get pumped. Hoops is Hoops back. Hoops is back. That's all I got. Hoops <laughs> is back, baby. I love it. So if you love this, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as I said earlier, make sure you go to upshotpodcast.com. You can get show notes there. You can sign up for email notifications. We'll send you all the biggest news uh, in our digest. We try to do that. Uh, we try to do that every couple of days, but at least once a week to get you up to speed if you've missed anything and get you pumped about what's coming up in this next week with the NBA. So we've got more overtime podcasts coming in. And we're going to be doing them late, staying up late, making sure that you get all that you need to know about what happened in the NBA. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you very, very soon. You've been listening to the Upshot NBA podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to click the subscribe button so you can get a new Upshot episode every week. And make sure to leave us a review on your podcast app as soon as you're done listening. 